Hello and welcome to episode two of A Little Bit of a Lot and Then Some. I'm Christian Sipos and we're back again for another week. Quick update, all of you that listened last week, you are the best. If you shared last week's episode, hey, I like you even more. The number of listeners absolutely blew my expectations out of the water. I appreciate the great reviews that you also gave me too. I hope that you had a wonderful weekend. The weather here is absolutely gorgeous, and I got to be around all of my favorite people for the first time in who knows how long. Just a quick note, I encourage you all to reach out to me if you want to hear and learn more about certain topics that I bring up. That's what I created this for. Follow my Twitter at Sir underscore Seeps and on Instagram at Christian underscore Seepos. Secondly, the message really becomes powerful when more and more people start to see things in a new light. So make sure that you share this to friends and whoever else. Lastly, this podcast just isn't going to be about politics. As I start putting out more episodes, topics will vary. But hey, thanks China. We'd be watching the Penguins in the Stanley Cup right now, and the Pirates probably just got swept by the Cardinals. (laughs) Let's get started. We all are seeing what's going on around the country. Obviously, they should have listened to last week's episode since the opposite of my message ensued. Hey, shout out to the Antifa scumbags, by the way. You sure are tough. It was brought up to me by a listener last week about what needs to change. Why are these things happening, etc. My answer? Political corruption. It's not hard to see, in my opinion. A certain party is content with lawlessness and lack of common sense. What happened in 99% of the cities where these people are in charge? Rioting? Looting? Innocent lives lost? But why is this the case in those areas? Before corona, minorities all over the country were experiencing the lowest unemployment rates of all time. Numbers are out there for you if you want to see validation. And to talk, to talk on one more point of this, I really encourage you to look into LBJ's great society that was created in the 1960s. I believe a lot of answers lie in that. So let's get a little bit deeper. It's not only the mayors and elected officials of one side. It's on both. Why? Look to who's funding Antifa and providing the funds to ship in people from all over the country. Check out how many rioters that are being arrested are from out of state and don't even live close to the areas that they're destroying. Remember political corruption? The lies run rampant amongst the majority of elected officials. They promise one thing and run on something else. But hey... They only need one more term after that to get things done right, and then one more after that, and then one more after that. Well, hey, guess what? Nothing changed except their guaranteed wage increases that outpace inflation every year and no term limits, plus the unlimited support from lobbyists. Welcome to the swamp, the same swamp that says it's okay to steal $3 million worth of Chanel merchandise, but not have the right to see your parents on their deathbed in the hospital and have a funeral for them a few days later. What about opening your business, too? God forbid that you go shopping. But hey, only the swamp can have arranged massive layoffs for workers in the healthcare industry, right? Call back to last episode. I spoke about the media. They hate me. They hate you. They want us divided. You get the point. They're doing a pretty good job, though, aren't they? Why is it that they haven't denounced the rioters? They only say peaceful protesters. Hmm. Coincidence that the same people organizing Antifa also have their hands in the cookie jar with shares of media companies and social media platforms? 
Check out the political donations from these same people towards certain candidates. Why aren't those same politicians and candidates supporting law and order and denouncing the violence that's going on or paying tribute to the likes of David Dorn business owners and such? Why did Mr. Dorn die? I thought these protesters were peaceful. That's what the media told you. To me, it's even bigger than that. Follow the obvious. This is all public information, which is how I know about it. Dig and dig and dig some more until you find out the big picture and question everything. Both wings are part of the same bird. Look what figures and outlets attack the same person. You obviously know who I'm referring to. I want to end this on a few quotes for you to sit and ponder about where the real problems lie. <clears throat> In the 1970s, somebody running for president worried that desegregation would cause his children to grow up in a racial jungle. In the 1980s, someone running for president boasted about receiving an award from George Wallace and said Delaware was on the South Side in the Civil War. In the 1990s, someone running for president was on the front line of advocating for policies that led to mass incarceration and referred to black youth as predators. Sure, I can tell you, but that breaks my podcast rule. This takes shape for when you finally find the answers for yourself. United we stand, divided we'll fall. Hold the line, patriots. We're in the midst of a great awakening.